Welcome to the It's Not About the Fucking Food podcast. I'm Chloe and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping women love and nourish their bodies with ease and create their vision board life. Hello and welcome to another podcast and today we're going to be talking all about whether we should stop calorie counting. Calorie counting can be something that we can really use as part of our recovery journey to help us to make sure we're eating enough to really look after ourselves but it also can be something that can become a real crux huge part of the eating disorder and a really difficult part of the eating disorder to let go of. So today we're going to be talking about how calorie counting can be beneficial in recovery when it isn't beneficial and then what do we do about it when we decide that maybe it's not the right thing for us to be doing anymore and actually stop calorie counting. So first of all when can it be useful? Quite often if clients come to me and they are already calorie counting, I don't suggest starting if you haven't started yet or if you've given up before, it's not a good reason to start again. You know, there are much other, um, lots of other things that we can do to help people in the earlier stages of recovery. But if you are in the earlier stages of recovery and you're already calorie counting, then it's something that we can use to really make sure that you're having enough to eat, making sure your intake is sufficient, suitable um, for you and your needs um, before you're able to tack up into those hunger and fullness cues. Quite often when we've been relying on calorie counting for a really long time um, and actually generally the public in general, we're quite disconnected from our hunger and fullness. We disconnect from our bodies generally because we don't want to feel stuff, we try not to feel tired, exhausted, all the big feelings that we feel also as empaths and that also shuts us off um, oftentimes from the hunger and fullness cues that we have and and even if we do feel them we don't necessarily trust them because of the eating disorder so actually using those as a way to increase um, our intake and making sure that we're getting enough food in is a really helpful way for us to use calories earlier on in recovery um noticing that for example if people go if clients have been working with me for a period of time or um maybe they have noticed themselves after a period of being recovered or being in a quite a good place for a while that they're just not feeling great knowing that they may be feeling a little bit low energy um maybe feeling a little bit run down can be useful then to sit down and do a little bit of a sense check as a real one-off and we have to put boundaries around that as well obviously to um to make sure that we're just doing it to make sure that we really are supporting ourselves when if we've been poorly if we've had a sickness bug if we have gone through a period of high stress at work we can become a little bit disconnected from those hunger and fullness cues again that's a time when we want to really boundary um around calorie counting for ourselves so we don't pick up the habit again because that can be something that we can fall back into but it can be a tool to make sure that we are getting enough energy in um But beyond that, really, calorie counting just becomes a way of our eating disorder to stay in control um, and a big reason why actually people get stuck in quasi-recovery, also known as quasi-recovery, I don't know if I pronounce it right, you talk about it all these years and I still pronounce it um, the way that I think it should be. you haven't heard about Carzai recovery before, basically it's a bit of a halfway house in recovery. Um, Likely uh, when people in Carzai recovery, they've had a restrictive eating disorder in the past um, and they're doing better. Um, Their weight may be higher, they may be more flexible around food, they might feel less guilt, less food anxiety. Um, 
they might worry about what they look like less um but those things are still very much running underneath the surface and everything's okay as long as they stick within the boundaries that the eating disorder feels comfortable with so what we're saying really is that the boundaries really have and the and the food rules and and the calorie rules and and weight stuff has all just shifted up really to a healthier point but you know in an ideal world we don't want to be using them at all we don't want to be having those thoughts we don't want to be feeling those things we want to have full food freedom and full trust in our body so that we can just crack on and live an amazing life recovery isn't about um surviving and existing and and being able to stay alive which we can do in cars recovery full recovery really is about having the space to get our lives back free from all of the rubbish that comes with eating disorders so in cars recovery we're kind of in this whole like halfway house where we're not as bad as we were but we're not also fully recovered and it's possible for people get to get stuck there for a long time and it's a real shame because it doesn't really leave the space for an amazing life because we're still going to be really dysregulated our nervous system is going to be really dysregulated um because we're under fueled um because we're following all these rules we're still going to be really disconnected from our body we're not reprocessing all these emotions like there's a lot of like detrimental stuff which comes from staying in cars recovery as well as not having like the life of your dreams because ideally we don't want to have an eating disorder right so it's really important that we start to wean ourselves off calorie counting um, if that's something that you're struggling with. Um, and the first thing I always say with any behaviour um, is asking ourselves what is it actually doing for us. Now if you listen to my podcast um, about the five human needs definitely would go and check that out So I'm going to talk a bit about it um, and one of the particular needs I talked about which is safety and control. It's a huge part of an eating disorder and a huge part also of the anxiety um, that quite often exists for a lot of us um, that have had uh, eating disorders, have eating disorders um, and as I said the calorie counting becomes a real control mechanism for the eating disorder and ultimately we kind of feel safe as long as we're within those rules it provides a real sense of safety a real sense of control and as always we're clinically possible it's not always clinically possible we want to add before we take away so when we're talking about adding before taking away in this sense we're talking about adding ways of ourselves feeling safer feeling in control without um without before we even look at taking away the calorie counting so this could mean doing some deep breathing doing some nervous system regulation practices and this could be creating healthy structure in other ways Um, maybe shifting from calorie counting to a um, I use something called my menu with my clients which basically gives like multiple options for each meal that can be a step away so we're looking at still creating that structure but not being as um, rigid with it um, and, and just making sure that we create that safety and, and that sense of control in another way first. We want to add before we take away that nervous system regulation is a huge, huge part of this, particularly with us, with those of us that feel unsafe um, unless we're in control. And that quite often is a trauma response Um most of my clients I work with and people come across with long-term eating disorders have experienced trauma, whether complex PTSD, um, which they might not even realise they have because it's happened within with, within the household and they haven't even realised that the behaviour their parents had might not have been normal. Um, anyway, I won't <laughs> go into trauma too much, but it's really, really common for us to have dysregulated nervous systems and have a real... Um, difficulty um creating safety for ourselves because 
we have experienced maybe trauma in childhood so adding safety in before we take um, something away a mechanism away um, is really really important in terms of practical tips um, learning to check into your hunger and fullness cues and paying attention to even those mental hunger cues um, I have a resource available for um, hunger and fullness if you drop me a message on instagram or facebook and just say hunger and fullness um i will send you my hunger and fullness chart um but also remembering that they're not just physical cues hunger can present in lots of other ways that loss of focus that we can have um the feeling of feeling like um, we're lightheaded, feeling like we're thinking about food. Thinking about food is a sign of hunger. It's a way our brain tells us that actually we've stopped listening to the stomach. Um, we need you to actually do something about this now. That fantasizing about food, wanting to read cookbooks, cook for other people is a sign of mental hunger. That's a sign that you are undernourished, a sign that you need to eat. Clock watching, um, again, a sign that you need to eat. So learning to pay attention to those hunger and fullness cues particularly mental hunger cues and, and, and physical hunger cues. The fullness is something we tend to be much better at picking up. Um, deleting calorie counting apps um, and instead maybe if you have, if you have them, um, instead counting calories round into the nearest 50, 100, um, depending on where you're at um, with calorie counting already. And other things that we can do, have a meal a day um, or a snack a day that's pretty consistent and just not tracking it. Um, you know, knowing what your total should be minus that snack and just not counting it. And eventually we can remove more and more meals from that and, and then stop counting altogether. So there are a few tips in terms of how you can practically stop calorie counting. But it's really, really key that when we're doing this, we're still making sure we're having enough. Because if we're doing it without addressing the root causes, that's when we can actually start to remove calorie counting and start to question everything that we're having and underfueling ourselves as part of the move away from calorie counting we really need to to sort the hunger and fullness bit out first and be really mindful of that hunger and fullness make sure that we're consistently eating enough when we are counting calories otherwise we're really going to fall into that anxiety is going to make us restrict more sort of cycle and we get more anxious we restrict more we restrict more and therefore we experience more mental hunger we experience more anxiety because our nervous system is going to be dysregulated because they're under fueled and so we eat less and so we get more anxious and so we eat less and so we get more anxious and then the cycle continues so making sure before you look at stopping calorie counting that you're eating enough you're able to pay attention to those mental hunger and fuelness cues and have got really good at that first and then slowly weaning yourself off you know it's really easy for us to be all or nothing people and just go right I'm going to stop today um and that's actually not really good for us because that's when as I said that anxiety loop can really start so it really is a process and obviously ideally it's something that you are better doing working with somebody because they'll be able to catch things that you won't be able to catch maybe work with you on some meal structures and some alternative approaches that um, might be more suitable for you but hopefully that's been helpful today in thinking about whether calorie counting is serving you how it can serve you and actually when it really really doesn't and most of the time it really doesn't and it's just about making sure that we wean ourselves off in a way that is safe and conducive to us continuing in recovery um, rather than slipping backwards um, so I'll leave it there for today I hope you found it useful and I'll see you on the next podcast